You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. Hi, and welcome back to my show. As always, I am so very grateful to have you here with me, listening. I want to thank everybody for your messages. I've felt the hugs from afar, and I want you to know I am okay. This episode may bring a few tears. In fact, I can guarantee you that it will bring it on a few tears, but know that I'm very okay. And the tears that I'm feeling are actually beautiful. It's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all. That's how I'm feeling today. As I continue to think of my grandfather who has passed, I lost him in June and he was my favorite person, well, one of them. And so today I am going to just talk a little bit about him and why he was such a legend and why he was so amazing. And I think it will motivate us all to just live a life that when you go, people will truly miss you and people will want to keep your memory alive through the stories and the memories and all of that beauty. I miss you, Big Daddy. Yes, I call him Big Daddy. He's my grandfather, and I'm now turning 37 soon in August, so I was very, very fortunate to have him all of these years. I know that. I know I haven't had a whole lot of loss in my life, and my heart goes out to everybody who has had loss. So much compassion for that. And the one thing I can say about loss is that it does give you a deeper level of wisdom and understanding. In fact, let me read what I wrote on my Instagram that day after I finally decided I wasn't ready to come back to the studio. It'll sum it up perfectly. Here goes. And then I thought to myself, gentle, gentle, listen to what you need. It's the message I spread out into the world. So how could I not? Thursdays are my studio nights. But tonight, I canceled. As an act of love, gentleness, and self-care. I had every intention to record. So I sat on the patio, trying to write. But I can't. It's been a heavy few days. 
the closing of two big life chapters. I moved from the home I've lived in for many years and I lost my grandpa all in the same week. My own inner dialogue back and forth like this. You have to keep your word, Stephanie. But I know I need a longer break to heal. It's been a tough time. But I can't. I already took last week off. I will disappoint my listeners. Be professional. Inconsistency is so unprofessional. And then I thought, gentle. Listen to what you need. So, before I wrote that, I was sitting, like I said, wishing I could just surrender and just listen to the wind and the thunder on the covered porch. So, my intuition led me to text my producer. I texted her three times but didn't send it. Tosh, I need one more week. Tosh, I'm not ready. I need one more week. I'd type it out and then I'd delete it. About 20 minutes later, after still looking at a blank screen, I'd type that message out and I would delete it. I was doing the opposite of being gentle with myself. I was making myself force through the feelings of needing a break. And then I remembered a sign I received that morning and didn't even realize that it was a sign until my intuition told me to look up the meaning of it. I had been spending some time at my parents' place and we were having breakfast that very morning, that Thursday morning, and we saw a beautiful deer just gracefully walk through the yard, through the property. And I looked up the meaning of that and the meaning was gentle and listen to your gut. So the spiritual meaning of when you see a deer cross your path is be gentle and listen to your gut. Pretty sure that was a sign. So then in an instant, I texted Tosh and I said, I need another week. And she said, cool, I totally understand. And so that's what I did. So a side note there for you and your life. The signs are there. They're there and it's up to us to really believe them, not brush it off. So believe the signs. We're always supported. 
that message is exactly what I needed to hear. Be gentle and listen to your gut. And then I knew instantly that I had made the right decision. Had I come into the studio that night, it would have been the opposite of what I needed. I would have come in resistance instead of flow. And that's another metaphor in life, isn't it? Don't force. Allow things to flow. So, the one thing I know about loss is that we all lose people, of course, and I'm so sorry to anybody who has lost someone. I know most of you probably have. I was very fortunate to not have a lot of loss so far in my life. I've lost some family dogs whom I've very much loved. I've lost a grandmother and grandfather when I was younger, when I was a child. And now I lost my big daddy. But in loss, the one beautiful thing about it is that we gain such an understanding and we understand a new level of compassion for those other people who have lost. And it's also very beautiful to hold space for a loved one when they're on their deathbed. My big daddy was very, very young and healthy right up until the end. The last two years his lungs started to fail but he was still very young and with it and yeah he was totally there and uh it was just he really had a very quick decline the last few days of his life and I'm just so grateful that I was able to spend time with him on the day he passed I was supposed to work that day but intuitively I knew I need to go see my big daddy today. And when I went, it was my mom, my sweet nephew, Matthew Arthur, and my sister, Jessie. We all went. I had a nice moment with him. I held his hand. He held mine. He wasn't really talkative at all. He was definitely out. But I held his hand and... I was able to put my head on his his chest and I was able to just hold space for him and just energetically hold space to treat him how I would want to be treated if I were in his shoes. When somebody you love becomes a memory, that memory becomes a treasure. That's not my quote, it's an unknown quote, but that day of visiting him on his last day, the treasure that I will always cherish so deeply. I'm so grateful that I was able to hold his hand and say, 
I love you. I'm right here with you, Big Daddy. I said, I'm crying, but you're not surprised. That was always his joke because I'm the emotional one in the family. I usually will tear up if it's a happy thing or a sad thing. I just am always tearing up, tearing up. But I was one of his favorites, and he loved that about me. He said it was the Baduk in me. So the Ukrainian side of the family were very emotional beings. And I used to try to push that down in me. I used to try to, you know, not let myself cry or not let myself feel things. But why would you want to push away crying? It's, I mean, you don't cry like a baby. You just cry when you feel things. And that's so beautiful to be able to feel so deeply that tears well up. So yes, I'm so, so grateful for that day we had. And I'm grateful for the fact that I listened to my intuition to go see him that day because that very evening I had walked over to my sister's house and we saw my mom and dad pull up in their car and we instantly knew Big Daddy's gone. Our boyfriends were at jam night. They play music every Wednesday and so they were jamming and my sister and I and my my parents, the four of us, the complete family that we grew up with, we all had a nice hug and some tears. And then my aunt went to the jam and came down the stairs and told the boys, Big Daddy passed. And then they played a tribute song for him it was quite beautiful how it all happened there was still beauty in the loss so now that I got the tears out of the way (laughs) I just want to talk a little bit about how do you want to live your life how do you want to live your life and be remembered The definition of legendary is someone or something that has become well-known, usually as a result of a distinctive or unique characteristic or skill. So I just Googled that online. I Googled that because everyone said, Big Daddy, he's a legend. He's a legend. And he is. And then I thought, what if I write down some things that I feel made him such a legend There's so much to say about this guy, I swear. But I thought if I write some things down, it celebrates him and it may also give us all ideas of how we can be the best that we can be in the short time that we are here. He always had the brightest eyes. You know how you can really see someone's soul in their eyes? He had the bluest eyes and they were always sparkly and happy. He was always very present. That's something. When you're present with people, you're very well loved. When you listen and carry on conversation and ask about them and share about you, that beautiful banter of back and forth, 
of a true concern for how are you. That was something he was known for. I would say he was very eccentric. He collected old clocks. That was his thing. Well, one of his things. So I remember going to visit him as a kid, going to see him and his wife, my grandmother, my baba, Victoria. And on the hour, all of the clocks would be going, chiming, cuckooing. They had cuckoo clocks. They had all the clocks in their house. And you'd just hear all the cl- clocks go off. At night when we'd sleep over, they would turn them off sometimes so that we wouldn't wake up. But that was something about him. He knew what he loved, and he, he really designed his life that way. He was a Capricorn. He was very good at planning his life for how he wanted to live. He was good at taking care of things. He lived very, very intentionally. And one of the things that he loved was spending time with people. He was an extrovert. And he loved his family. So he decided to purchase a property on the beach so that his family could all gather every weekend. And he decorated with his eccentric style. At 94 years old, he had zebra print on his bedroom in the bed. On the bed, he had zebra print duvet. He had a zebra print throw pillow. He was very into interior design, and he had his own taste. It was really cute. He was very, very open-minded. When he did finally decide to check into the elder care home, he lived alone right up until this year, not too long ago. He checked into the elder care home, and the owner of the elder care home said, well, this is the first time we've ever had to install Wi-Fi because this is the first resident who has ever brought in an iPad. (laughs) So he had an iPad. He had an iPhone. He was very, very open-minded, never close-minded. He was willing to learn. He was willing to see that something may work for him, that something might enhance his life. He had Facebook. How many 94-year-olds do you know that have Facebook? Years ago, we were both single, me and Big Daddy. And because he had lost his wife, he had lost my grandmother. And he was saying, I just don't know where to meet anyone, you know? I want to meet someone. And you know what we did? We set him up on plentyoffish.com. That's a dating site. So he's in his 90s. And he goes on plentyoffish.com. And not only does he interact with the ladies who were quite a bit younger, like probably in their 70s, he'd go on dates. He'd go to the Tim Hortons and have a date. Yeah, he was very, very open-minded, and he got to know some wonderful ladies, and he just lived life to the fullest in so many ways. So all of these things I'm saying... I just feel we could all learn from, like living life to the fullest, being open-minded, being really true in our relationships, having good conversation, listening, then speaking.
He was also very, very fun and really, really lived life. So he would go, even last summer, to the dances at Sandy Beach. So every Saturday night they'd have a band and he'd go and he'd dance. That's a treasured memory I have, dancing on the dance floor with my grandfather. We've done it many times. However, he went to the dances more than I did. So many nights he'd say, are you coming up to the dance? And I'd say, I'm tired. And he's like, you're tired, really? (laughs) If I could turn back time, I probably would have went more. And that's another side note I'd love to mention. When people go, when they leave this earth, our natural instinct is to feel guilt. I didn't do enough. I wasn't there enough. Especially if people leave us too soon, when we don't have any warning. You wish you had known the last time you saw them would be the last time. But don't stay in that guilt. It's a natural part of the grieving. But don't believe it. Hold on to all of the memories and know that even if you left on bad terms, you were doing the best you could in the moment. My heart really does hurt for people who have lost someone unexpectedly and their last interaction may have been not so pleasant. That must be hard. And if you've gone through that, a message to you is to seek help. Talk it through. Don't hold on to that. You're okay. You were doing the best you knew at the time. Let that burden go. And now let's head on to some reflection questions because I really love bringing these episodes home every week. So on that note, if you have your pen and paper handy, your Sunday kind of love journal. I would like you to write a note to somebody you've lost. Write their name. In my case, dear Big Daddy. In your case, dear fill-in-the-blank. and say, just write whatever's on your mind. It could be, I'm sorry, I miss you. It could be a favorite memory. It could be how you want to keep their memory alive. It could be how much you miss them. Write them a letter. sit out, like I said, outside, listen to the thunder, the rain. I wrote 
in my agenda, I realized I haven't written all week. I've been going through so much, I haven't written a thing. And then I decided to turn my agenda to the day my grandfather passed. And I wrote a note to him. I said something like, I love you so much. I'm so grateful for the relationship we had. I'm so grateful that I was able to hold space with you on your last day of life. I'm so grateful for all of the wisdom you shared with me. And I am so proud to be your granddaughter. I'm so proud to be a Johnston. And then on the day of his wake, I wrote again a note to him, a note about how I was feeling. It's, it's so good to write. And then after I wrote that, I realized no wonder I was feeling so heavy about all of this. No wonder I've been feeling like I can't move on. It's because I hadn't taken the time to write to him. I hadn't taken the time to write my feelings out. It's, it's a way I really deal with things. And so, yeah, of course. If you want to press pause and continue writing to someone, I really think that it would be nicest to write this after the podcast. Give yourself the time, the space. And then secondly, something I'd like to encourage is if there's anybody in your life that you have a quarrel with, someone who was who is important but you aren't speaking or you're just in a fight I want you to write them a note I want to ask yourself how can you heal that how can you forgive life is short today I thank you again for listening in thank you so much for holding space for me as I shared my love and how I miss my grandfather and I do hope that it's brought in something to you as well and now before I go I want to do the draw for my gratitude bundle my token of gratitude for the reviews I've had on Apple podcasting app. I'm very, very grateful for the reviews. They really do help my show. They help my show grow. They help it be seen. And it also gives me um, some feedback as well, which is so good in every way. If you have left a review anytime, You will be entered into the draw. I will have one a month throughout the summer at the end of the month. So I'll be doing June's draw tonight, even though we're in July, because as you know, I missed the end of June. Um, And then there's still time to enter for the July one. So get your reviews in and bonus points if you share this podcast in your stories, as well as leaving a review. Okay, so I have one, two, 
I have 12 podcast reviews. So that is extremely, I'm so grateful for that. 12 reviews. So all 12 of you are in my, my pot and let's see who the winner is. The winner is Shan19855. She left a five-star review. The caption is so grateful for this podcast. And she says, Stephanie tells great stories, shares wisdom from numerous inspiring sources, and delivers this with great background sounds and music. Her prompts for productive journaling are igniting my creativity. She makes it easy for me to relax, and I feel motivated to create a life aligned with my truest desires. Thank you so much, Shan. What a beautiful review, and I'm so very grateful that your creativity is being ignited. We are all creatives, every one of us. So thank you again for being here, everybody. Thank you so much for your reviews and for sharing this. And I look forward to next week. I probably won't have as many tears next week, but yeah, don't ever be ashamed of your tears. They're just a sign that you know how to feel. If you'd like to help me grow, you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it. And you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.